All right, everybody, welcome to the next edition of Finance Friday. Uh, it's just me today. Hope you're not disappointed. Um, we'll have more guests on soon, but I've been getting a lot of questions about the PPP second draw by um, clients and business owners and, and other uh, just lots of curious people. So I figured uh, today it would be great to go over what the PPP second draw looks like and trying to answer some FAQs that I've been getting and explain a little bit about this program. So let's do it. All right. And hopefully, you know, I'm Bette Hochberger. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Um, let's see, a little. All right, so who is eligible for PPP second draw? Well, you had to have PPP first draw. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or doesn't make sense, but uh, you had to get the first round. If you didn't get the first round, the government is not allowing you to get the second round. And in addition to getting the first round, you have to fully use uh, all of the funds that you received in that first round uh, on or before the date of the second draw disbursement. Now, for most people, you had to um, use those funds anyway by the probably December or earlier of last year. So it's a little bit strange, um, I guess, unless you're trying to still get a first draw right now. Uh, if you got it already last year when CARES first came out with PPP, you know, you've definitely used it at this point. But um, and I know there are still some people trying to go for the first round. So um, if you are just getting it now, you're going to have to use it real quick before you try to go for the second draw. Um, the, these loans are only available through March 31st. So you don't have a whole lot of time to uh, put your information together and get your applications in. You have to be a relatively small company, less than 300 employees. And this is the real stipulation that makes PPP draw too interesting is you have to have a 25% or more reduction in revenue from 2020 compared to 2019. So what in the world does that mean? It's a little bit crazy, right? So you're gonna look at your gross receipts or your revenue, which for most small businesses is more or less the same thing. Uh, you're going to take uh, a quarter in 2020 and compare it with the same quarter in 2019. So my example here, if you had 2019 first quarter, you had revenue of $10,000, but in 2020 you had first quarter revenue of only 5,000. Well, that's a huge drop. It's definitely more than a 25% and that would make you eligible. Uh, I'm going to guess that for a lot of small businesses, they're going to see that the revenue drop is probably more likely in the second or third quarter, maybe the fourth, uh, you know, January, February, we were still kind of functional as a country. And then uh, poop hit the fan, <laughs> as they say, in March, and when we started shutting things down. And that's where most businesses are probably really going to take a hit. And uh, you, you'll, you'll have to sit there and figure it out. The way I did it personally was I ran a quarterly P&L report profit and loss report for each year and did the math quarter by quarter to see what quarters qualified me for the 25% or more reduction. 
Now, for some really small businesses, you might not keep information in a way that you can easily run reports on a quarterly basis. And if that's the case, there is an annualized calculation that you can do. So for that calculation, you're going to have to look at your entire receipts for all of 2019 and your entire receipts for all of 2020. And you're going to be using your tax returns for this. So um, this is a, a great way to it might even be a little easier for some people if you've got an overall for the entire year reduction from 2020 based on uh, versus 2019. This is just like a kind of simpler method uh, for really small businesses. I personally think no matter what size business you are, you should have full proper books that you can uh, pull up in QuickBooks, a quick report about you know, what is my profit and loss by quarter, but I know not everyone does that. Not everyone's up, up to that challenge. Uh, so this is a great alternative for smaller businesses. So the second draw calculation is more or less the same thing as the first draw calculation. You're gonna look at your average payroll, monthly payroll, or if you're a Schedule C filer, which is my uh, single member LLC uh, business owners, sole proprietors, you know, you, those people, you can use your Schedule C net income number and um, we're gonna take the average and multiply it by 2.5. It's the same calculation that you did for the first round. There's a limit of $2 million and you can either use your payroll records from uh, 2019 or 12 months prior to when you're going for the loan. So if you're going for the loan right now, you're gonna look at 2020's numbers and you're gonna look at 2019 and you're gonna see which is more beneficial to you, which gives you a bigger loan. Now here's the special case. We all know that the, the food and hospitality industries have been severely hit by this, uh, probably taken more of a hit than anyone else, except maybe retail uh, during this whole pandemic. They're actually getting a different calculation. So instead of taking that average payroll, multiplying it by uh, 2.5, they're actually getting a 3.5 multiplier. So they're getting a little bit of a boost to help them out a little bit more. Uh, and then to know if you fall into that category, we're looking at uh, entities that are classified as 72 in the North American Industry Classification System Code. Uh, here is the uh, URL for that if you need to know specifically uh, what's covered by that. It's mostly like food, restaurant, hotel type things. Uh, also on your tax return, it indicates a code and you can look at that number and see if that's uh, a code that you fall into. But I think you probably know if you're in the, the food or hospitality industry, but we're giving you a little bit extra of a boost, which is pretty cool. So the application process, uh, if you've already gone through round one, you already have most of the information that you need, right? And if you've got, if you're getting a, a bigger loan over 150,000, you're gonna have to actually submit the documentation and the calculations that show that you've got that revenue reduction. For the smaller loans, which is probably a lot of people, you don't have to submit that with the application, right? You're going to have to submit it for the um, forgiveness as of right now. Now we know from past experience that the PPP rules <laughs> changed nonstop. It was <laughs> all over the place. If anyone watched any of my webinars last summer, it was like I would do a slide deck and <laughs> I'd go into my webinar and it'd be like, oh, they already changed the rules since yesterday when I made the slides. So who knows? Um, I would not assume that this is necessarily going to be the case 
by the time we get to that forgiveness uh, time, I know we're already having problems with forgiveness from the first round. If you're thinking you might want to submit your forgiveness applications for that, I'm going to tell you, hold off as long as possible. I'm going to say the same thing for round two. Hold off as long as possible because they're still changing the rules as we go, uh, for better or for worse. And you don't want to get stuck in a weird position where you're not getting the full benefit. So uh, rush to get the money. Don't rush to put in the application for the forgiveness. The loan terms are, are pretty much identical to the first draw. Uh, there's no collateral required, no personal guarantees, which is kind of unheard of when you're getting uh, loans with the SBA. 1% interest rate, super low. So even if you don't get the full forgiveness, this is as close to a free loan uh, as you're going to get. Five-year maturity. And the lenders are uh, are able to actually just rely on your certification. If you're like, you know, Scout's Honor, I used it for what I needed to use it for. Uh, and, and spent it correctly. If you got a small loan, they can say, okay, fine, you said so, you signed your name on it, we're, you know, we're gonna go on your word. Hopefully nobody's lying about these things, but you, know, you never know, we do our best, right? <laughs> so there are some exclusions, not everybody can get round two. So if you did not, uh, if you did not qualify for the first draw, you still don't qualify for the second draw. Um, and if you were engaged in political or lobbying activities, you are not allowed to get this second draw. Uh, if your company is formed in China, you're not allowed to get these PPP draws and publicly traded companies are also not allowed. You might recall when the first round of PPP came out, we had a lot of really big companies uh, that you would never think would qualify for an SBA loan come out. They, they kind of, you know, snuck in under certain qualifications like having uh if you were a big restaurant chain every location was considered its own entity and they could slide in under those rules but then the government came back and said listen guys this is not in the spirit of what we were doing we're not trying to bail you out you can go to the public markets you can uh, raise money if you need to this is for our small business people that are really suffering so outright saying no publicly traded companies. There's a few other exclusions, but this for the most part will cover uh, just about any situation, anyone that is probably gonna watch this. So that's the high level overview of PPP2, second draw, uh, the sequel. <laughs> if you have questions, always feel free to contact me. You could shoot me an email. Uh, feel free to schedule a Zoom. I do try to help anyone I can with this stuff. I think it's super important for every small business owner to get as much help as they can to get through this. It's been a trying year, as we all know, and you know whatever help is out there, I think absolutely uh, you should go and get. And um, yeah, you can always check out my website for more information, and we'll see you next time.